Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge on a Tuesday. I hope that everybody's having a great day. We have got a great show for you. This will be the first show broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, without a guest. I'm going to go approximately half an hour to try to give you the best, hottest sports takes in the Chattahoochee Valley, but there's no pressure. I mean, I feel honored and humbled that I'm part of the WQEE staff, and I'm followed by a legend, Rick Smith, and right before Bryce Kuhn, it kind of reminds me of that time slot between Seinfeld and ER on the Thursday night lineup for NBC, and I just want to give you the best sports show that I could possibly give Just a reminder that we will have Brad Page on the show tomorrow as we will have our Bracketology show and recap the Super Bowl. Brad is always a good guest. He's a former colleague of mine. When it comes to broadcasting, you feel more comfortable working with people that you worked well with in the past. We do have a very busy weekend. The Columbus Rapids have three games in three nights starting Friday against the Memphis Americans. You got the Columbus River Dragons on the road for a three-game series, taking on the Danbury hat trick. They have taken over second place in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. As we get into spring sports, we got the Columbus Lions home opener April the 23rd, the Columbus Chattahoots home opener June the 4th. Just a reminder that the LaGrange baseball team, 2-0 on the season, will take on Barry College, who's 3-1 on the season, and this game will be played today at 5 p.m. at the Cleveland Field at Williamson Stadium. So if you're in the LaGrange area and you want to see a talented baseball team, just come on out to the baseball field, as that is always a fun time watching LaGrange baseball and taking on an in-state rival, Barry College, out of Rome, Georgia. I remember back in the day, when Barry College used to be in the NAIA and they were playing my alma mater, Freed Harmon University. Congratulations to Kyle Brown, who earned USA South Player of the Week, averages 22 points and eight rebounds as he is leading the LaGrange Panthers to a 13 and 10 overall record, 8 and 2 in the USA South. The LaGrange Panthers take their three game road winning streak to the Mariotti Gymnasium this Wednesday afternoon to take on division rival Huntington College. Also, the Lady Panthers wrapped up their season as they finish with a 15-9 record, 10-5 in the USA South after getting an overtime victory over Huntington College, 80-70. Don't forget that the Smith Station Panthers will take on Jefferson Davis this Wednesday in the first round of the playoffs. High school basketball playoffs tonight for 4A Region 2. Kendrick taking on Troop County. And then Carver taking on Columbus for boys basketball. The new college basketball rankings are out. And Gonzaga takes over as the number one team in the country over Auburn 
as my bracketology will change slightly. But Kentucky has a big game against the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. And of course, Brad and I will talk about that game tomorrow as Brad Page is a huge Tennessee Volunteers fan. Everything Tennessee for him. Football, basketball, baseball, you name it. He loves the Tennessee Volunteers as he showed that passion for the Tennessee Volunteers when we were in college. I was just a casual fan. I mean, I'm the type of person, if I move to an area, I'm in an area long enough. I was up in Maryland for four months. I started liking the Maryland Terrapins. I'm just a passionate fan when it comes to the region. And I'll be honest with you, if I was living in Los Angeles, it would be hard not to root for the LA sports teams as they have owned the sports universe in the last couple of years. Dodgers winning the World Series, Lakers winning a title. Of course, it was in the bubble, but still, a title is a title. And now the Los Angeles Rams winning a Super Bowl. I was a little bitter on the radio yesterday as I talked about how, well, this is going to be the only championship they're going to get. No, they're going to run it back. They're going to be favorites next year in the NFC to go back to the Super Bowl. But right behind them are the Cowboys and the 49ers, and they are going to be favorites as well. All the cards are on the table. OBJ did have a torn ACL in that game, and they want to bring him back. They want to restructure Aaron Donald's contract, make him the highest paid defensive player. Cooper Cup is now the best wide receiver in football. And so the Rams, they did it. They won. Congratulations to the LA Rams, but it's going to be hard to repeat because you're running everything back and you got teams gunning for you. Now I'm starting to see that 49ers Rams rivalry as renewed and is going to be the best rivalry in football next year. I cannot wait for those games between the 49ers and the Rams as the San Francisco Los Angeles rivalry has always been great for the first time ever. You have the Dodgers and the Giants in the playoffs. All right, the latest College basketball rankings has got Gonzaga as the number one overall seed, followed by Auburn, Arizona, and Kentucky. Purdue drops from three to five, and now the new projected number one seeds are Gonzaga, Auburn, Kentucky, and Arizona. Yes, if Kentucky and Auburn continue to win, they will both be number one seeds. Kentucky does have a big game tonight against the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. And Auburn hosts Vanderbilt on Wednesday. This Saturday, Auburn will travel to Gainesville to take on Florida. I think those games are going to be easy for Auburn. Kentucky takes on Alabama this weekend at Rump Arena. It's going to be some payback after Kentucky lost to Alabama in Tuscaloosa. But another big game this week in the SEC, Tennessee taking on Arkansas. Just love SEC basketball during this time. It's always great. So I projected the first four number one seeds. Let's take a look at the last four in. Your last four in, according to the latest bracketology by Joe Lenardi's, by ESPN's Joe Lenardi, Iowa State, Creighton, BYU, and Oregon. Your first four out. Memphis has catapulted himself Memphis is catapulted all the way to the last team. They actually project Memphis to be the 69th team, which means they would get the overall number one seed in the NIT. They've won an NIT before. I remember that. John Calipari's first year with Dewan Wagner. But the Memphis Tigers, after upsetting Houston over the weekend, is the first four out, followed by Michigan, who got a big upset win over Purdue. They're in the first four out. 
followed by San Diego State and Florida. Florida didn't help their case after losing Kentucky over the weekend, but Florida can redeem themselves with a win against Auburn in Gainesville. Taking a look at some of the big college basketball games tonight, Villanova taking on Providence in Providence, Rhode Island. Providence 21-2 and has been a surprising team, and I think they could get at least a number three or number two seed if they just continue rolling. You got Arkansas taking on Missouri, Wake Forest, and Duke. All right, the Columbus State baseball team right now 6-1 and one on the season, ranked 12th in the NCAA Division II after taking two out of three against Spring Hill over the weekend, will host Tuskegee University tomorrow at Ragsdale Field before they travel up to Salisbury, North Carolina this weekend for a three-game series against Catwamba College. So good luck to the Columbus State Cougars baseball team. Both the Cougars and Lady Cougars will travel to America's Georgia this Wednesday to take on Georgia Southwestern University. But the next home game will be this Saturday at the Lumpkin Center against North Georgia College. Your latest Winter Olympic Medal update as Norway has 26 medals, the Russia Olympic Committee has 20, and the United States in third place with 17 medals. Lindsey Jacob Ellis is leading the way with two gold medals for the United States. And congratulations to the United States women's hockey team. They will face off against Canada in the gold medal final. And of course, the United States hockey team will start the medal round. The Brooklyn Nets were able to snap an 11-game losing streak after defeating the Sacramento Kings at the Barclays Center last night, 109-85. And their new pieces contributed. Of course, they don't have Ben Simmons yet, but Seth Curry making his Brooklyn Nets debut with 23 points. LaMarcus Aldridge also chipped in with 19 points. And Bruce Brown also had 19 points. Brooklyn is now 30-27. and This team that was once the favorites to represent the East in the NBA Finals are currently struggling as the number eight seed. They would only be into the play-in game if they got everybody back. Of course, Kyrie Irving is not available for home games. And Kevin Durant is still out with that MCL spring. I look at this Eastern Conference and the Boston Celtics have won eight straight. Miami has won five straight. Chicago has won four straight. Miami and Chicago are running away with this conference. Cleveland has been a surprise. Jared Allen is now an all-star. So now they got two all-stars as he has replaced James Harden on the lineup. Jared Allen and Darius Garland making the all-star team for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Atlanta Hawks, who have lost two straight, are in a tie with the Washington Wizards for that 10th and final spot in the playoffs. will host the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight as they try to snap that two-game losing streak. They will be without John Collins, who will miss the next two games. And this is a team they cannot take lightly. Cleveland, all of a sudden, is a real threat in the Eastern Conference. First order of business in the offseason is that the Cincinnati Bengals need to address that offensive line. There's a lot of what-ifs. What if Joe Burrow had a little bit more time to throw the football? Cincinnati needs to trade some picks to move up in the draft to get, to get one of the top offensive linemen in college football. That has got to be their priority in the offseason. I've never seen a team reach the Super Bowl and have a bad offensive line, but the Cincinnati Bengals did. They were able to make it to the Super Bowl with that offensive line. So I hope that owner Mike Brown does not go on the cheap. There's some formidable veteran offensive linemen that they could get in free agency as well. 
So they have got to address it in the offseason. It was clear on the right side of the football. That's where the Rams were putting the pressure. Many times they were lined up Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same side of the football. And that's one of the reasons why the Cincinnati Bengals did not win the Super Bowl. I really feel bad for Cincinnati Bengals fans. 0-3 in Super Bowls. And all three Super Bowls ended in heartbreak. Cincinnati will be back. I believe they're going to be one of the favorites in the AFC. I mean, don't count out Buffalo and Kansas City. They both are the odds-on favorites to actually win the Super Bowl next year. The Chiefs have the best odds, followed by Buffalo. But Cincinnati is right there. You take those three teams... With those three quarterbacks, they are going to be competing in the AFC for years to come. I'm just impressed with the quarterback play in the AFC. And what if Aaron Rodgers comes to Denver? The quarterback play just becomes even better. As far as the NFC, it's wide open. That's why the Rams are the favorites to repeat to make it back to the Super Bowl to represent the NFC. But don't count out Dallas. They're getting both their coordinators back. Micah Parsons was the best defensive rookie last year. And there is a big question mark with the San Francisco 49ers and Trey Lance if he is ready to be the guy. They have committed to Trey Lance to start in 2022. I believe they're going to move off Jimmy Garoppolo. He is going to be traded in the offseason, but where would Jimmy Garoppolo go? There's talks about Pittsburgh, the Washington Commanders. You have possibly even Tampa Bay now that Tom Brady's retired. As the NFL season has ended, I'm looking to have my off-season shows where I'll talk about NFL free agency. Don't forget, in March, we got the NFL Combine, we have the NFL free agency, and the NFL Draft will be in April. So there will be some mock draft shows, and I'm hoping to share that with my guests as I go along. I want to talk about, I'm a big sports documentary guy, but anytime they make a sports miniseries, where it's like a TV series and it's based on a true story. Like, I'm not talking about movies like that silly Kevin James movie where he played Sean Payton. I'm talking about they have a TV series that will come out in March on HBO Max called Winning Time, the story of the Lakers dynasty, where John C. Riley, he he's a very talented actor. He's played in a lot of movies with Will Ferrell. He's playing Dr. Jerry Buss. And even though I'm not a Lakers fan, I thought it was intriguing how the Lakers dynasty came to fruition in the 1980s. The Showtime Lakers, I remember, I didn't really pay attention to basketball until Michael Jordan and the Bulls, but throughout the 80s, it was the Lakers and the Celtics, and they were constantly facing each other and winning championships throughout the entire 1980s. Only one team in the 1980s, there was only two teams in the 1980s that won championships. The Sixers won it in 83, and the Detroit Pistons won it in 1989. But that Lakers dynasty was special, and it wasn't because of Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They also had Hall of Fame forward James Worthy. But the role players, Michael Thompson, Byron Scott, they were the key. And when you think about the NBA, you think about what would you rather see in the NBA? Would you rather see parody? Would you rather see see a Milwaukee Bucks win the title one year. The Dallas Mavericks won the title in 2011 one year. The Toronto Raptors winning. Or do you want to see a dynasty where the Spurs, they never won back-to-back, but they won five titles. You had the Golden State Warriors winning titles in 15, 17, and 18. The Lakers teams that won two titles in a row. When Kobe got 
Pau Gasol and they won it in 2009 and 2010. Some would say that the Boston Celtics, when they won their title in 2008, that was a one and done, even though they had a great team with the big three and could have won more titles. The Cleveland Cavaliers went in a title in 2016. I'm a fan of parody, but remember that the 80s and 90s were dominated by dynasties with the Showtime Lakers, Larry Bird's Celtics, and then Michael Jordan's Bulls. Even the Houston Rockets had a mini dynasty when they won titles in 1994 and 1995. So I'm a big fan of the NBA. I to watch NBA Inside Stuff when I was a kid with Ahmad Rashad and Willow Bay. That was my favorite show. I was a fan of players like Shaq and Penny on The Magic. I was a fan of Glenn Robinson on the Milwaukee Bucks. And I was a big fan of Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson on the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm looking forward to seeing this series based on the Lakers dynasty. With the city of Los Angeles being the center of the sports universe with the Rams winning the Super Bowl, Lakers won the NBA title, Dodgers won the World Series a couple years ago. It got me thinking about when sports cities go on a run. The city of Tampa had the same similar run when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year. The The Tampa Bay Lightning has won the last two Stanley Cups. Of course, you had the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series in 2020. I'm reminded of a run that the city of Boston has had in the early 2000s with the Red Sox winning the with the Red Sox winning the World Series the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl, the Boston Celtics winning the NBA title in 2008. When I was a kid in 1989, the Oakland Athletics won the World Series and the San Francisco 49ers won the Super Bowl. And here in Georgia, we've experienced that run with the Braves winning the World Series and the Georgia Bulldogs winning the national championship. But what about those cities that are not as fortunate? They've had hard times. I was talking to a fan that lives in Michigan. It's not fun to be a fan of Detroit teams right now. At this moment, the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Tigers, the Detroit Pistons, There's really no hope for any of those teams. I remember when the Detroit Red Wings were the Yankees of hockey, and even they haven't really seen the success they once had. As right now, the Detroit Red Wings look like a mediocre hockey team. I think with the exception of the Houston Astros making the World Series, Houston's had a bad year with the Houston Tech, with the whole Deshaun Watson situation, the Houston Rockets trading away James Harden. And the Houston Rockets look like one of the worst teams in the NBA. I would say right now Seattle is on some dark times. With the Seahawks missing the playoffs, having a losing record. The Seattle Kraken, I know that they're brand new to the NHL. They have the worst record in the Western Conference in the National Hockey League. And the Seattle Mariners have not made the postseason since 2001. So I'm going to take a look at all the major cities with professional sports teams And I'm going to grade, I'm just going to go, these are the cities with just four major league sports. Starting with Atlanta. Braves won the World Series. The Hawks went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Atlanta Falcons are rebuilding. You can add Georgia in the mix. And I would say they've had a pretty good sports year. Boston. The New England Patriots rebuilding with Mac Jones. Still a vital playoff team. The Boston Celtics won eight straight. They look like a fun team. The Boston Red Sox making it to the playoffs. Boston has always had a good sports year. At least one of those teams usually wins a championship. All right, looking at Chicago. The Bulls look great. They look like the best team in the Eastern Conference. You have the Chicago Cubs and the White Sox rebuilding a little bit. The Chicago Blackhawks had dominance in hockey in the last decade. 
And the Chicago Bears, they have some turmoil after firing Matt Nagy and their GM. But the future does look bright with Justin Fields. Dallas, the Cowboys look like one of the favorites in the NFL next year. The Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic are a playoff team. The Dallas Stars, they're a mediocre hockey team. And the Texas Rangers had some success a decade ago, making it to two straight World Series titles, but nothing really big to look at. The Denver sports market area, the Broncos need a new quarterback. Otherwise, they look like a pretty good team. The Colorado Avalanche look amazing. They look like the best team in the NHL. The Colorado Rockies, they made it to the World Series back in 2007. They haven't really done any. They haven't really done much. And the Denver Nuggets look like one of the best teams in the NBA. So Denver's had a pretty good sports year. Miami, the Miami Dolphins just fired Brian Flores. The Miami Marlins, although they made the playoffs in 2020, they look like they're rebuilding. The Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers is really what's saving that market as they have been really good. But if you're a sports fan in Miami, there's so much other things to do and so many distractions. I don't think anybody is losing sleep over if the Miami Marlins don't make it to the World Series. I mean, they won the World Series in 1997 and 2003 and nobody in Miami cared. Minnesota. Timberwolves look fun and exciting. Vikings, they got to do something about Kirk Cousins. Other than that, the Twins... Don't look really all that great in the Minnesota wild. That's one of those cities that they just need a spark from somebody. I'm not going to get into the New York market because it's feast or famine. They're either great or they're terrible. The Philly market, Sixers look great. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The Philadelphia Flyers, the Phillies have Bryce Harper, but they have underachieved. The Philadelphia Flyers, one of the worst teams in the NHL. So Philly has had a rough go at it. The Phoenix market, there's hope in Arizona with Kyler Murray. Although there was some turmoil in the front office, they were a playoff team and a Super Bowl contender. The Phoenix Suns, they could possibly win the NBA title this year. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they are a bat in a couple of pitchers away from getting back to the postseason. And the Arizona Coyotes is the worst team in the NHL. All right, two more markets. I'm going to talk about the San Francisco Bay Area. That's one of those markets that their sports teams are great right now at this moment, with the exception of the San Jose Sharks. The Warriors are contenders, the 49ers are contenders, and the Giants are World Series champions. A little biased because that's my favorite sports market. Would like to see more from the Sharks. They are a mediocre hockey team that I don't think they'll ever get back to their glory days where they were making the postseason every year and they reached the Stanley Cup Finals in 2016. Finally, the D.C. market with the brand new Washington Commanders. They were competing for the division a couple of years ago. The Washington Nationals did win a World Series in 2019. The Washington Capitals always have Alexander Ovechkin. They won a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. And the Washington Wizards suffer on hard times after Bradley Beal is out with an injury. But they have some nice pieces after the Russell Westbrook trade. I don't expect anything from the Washington Wizards. But Washington is one of those sports markets where their teams are pretty good. I mean, they do have that. World Series title from the Washington Nationals. But right now, if I were to rank the most depressing sports cities with at least three major sports teams, right now it's the Detroit Pistons. And the best market is the Los Angeles market with having 
The Lakers, Dodgers, and Rams all win titles within the last two years. And a close second would be the Tampa market with the Rays making it to the World Series, the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl last year, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Looking at your standings in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns still have the best record in all of basketball with a 46-10 and record, followed by the Golden State Warriors with a 42-16 and record. They are five games behind the Suns. The Warriors dropped a contest to the Los Angeles Clippers. And don't look now, right behind the Golden State Warriors is the Memphis Grizzlies at 40 and 18. So the three best teams in the NBA all come from the Western Conference. You also have three talented teams down in the fourth, fifth, and sixth seed, Utah, Dallas, and Denver. Minnesota looks good with the duo of Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. The Clippers, when they get Kawhi Leonard back, the Clippers are going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. And of course, the Lakers right now in the number nine spot at a 26 and 31 record. The Lakers will host the Jazz on Wednesday on ESPN. And this is a home game. This is a must win game for the Lakers. If the Lakers want to be a real threat in the playoffs, LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook have all got to work together to try to win this game. Because they went all in against the Golden State Warriors on a nationally televised game on Saturday and failed to do so. If the Lakers can't get it done, the trade deadline has already passed. What are they going to do as far as getting pieces on this team to compete in the playoffs? And I also think that Frank Vogel is on the hot seat. All the pressure is on the Lakers to win this game. We do got some good matchups in the NBA before the NBA All-Star break. The All-Star game will be this Sunday as it's Team LeBron versus Team Durant. My thoughts on the NBA All-Star game, it's just for entertainment. I do like the fact that it is in Cleveland and the the Cleveland Cavaliers now have two All-Stars. So good for the city of Cleveland. I wonder what type of welcome LeBron James gets. Look, the pass is the pass. LeBron got Cleveland a title. I think the second time around when he left for LA, I don't think anybody was burning LeBron James's jerseys. All right, I've had a great show. Thank you, everybody that has listened to this podcast. We have been going strong as I've had great guests all week leading up to the Super Bowl. In the past couple of weeks, it's been fun. And if you are interested in being a guest, just inbox me on my Facebook page. I really appreciate all the support, all the listeners. Don't forget that Brad Page is going to be on the show tomorrow. I won't have a guest on Thursday. And then Gabe Reynolds will be the guest on Friday. I hope that everybody has a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. 
produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.